How we, we compare our lives you know, as humans and species and how we uh, our relationship is to the world around us. Yeah. Comparing that that life to plants and their relationship with their soil and the bugs around them, like that all makes the plant what it is, whether it's Absolutely. healthy or unhealthy. So I was thinking of like, like an uh, ecosystem. Like when it comes to parenting, you know, like is overabundance of something detrimental to the child? Like just like overwatering a plant is obviously bad for a plant. You know, or even just slightly overwatering it, and you're creating shallow roots. You know, mm-hmm. short yeah, roots because right, right, they right. don't need to chase anything. Right. But if you deprive a plant of water for just a little bit, I'm not saying like you know let your plant die, but if you deprive it a little bit of water, it'll actually grow stronger roots because that's just like a natural thing that happens in species. Like we always adapt to our environment. We have to live. Yeah, that's people call it a little stress, right? Yeah, a little stress. stress. Yeah, but makes, the goal at the yeah. goal at the end of the day is to progress and live. Right. So, well, I feel like the 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 fact that the water is there is kind of like instead of a, a distress type of stress, it's a use stress because it's like Control. you're in, you're enhancing root growth by your watering system. By letting it know, hey, you got water coming. I got a timer on it. Shit, we're coming out every day. You got water coming. Hopefully, you kind of get that. But if you notice that we're kind of going a little bit less water today, a little bit less water today, the plant's going to be like, fuck, I need to get deeper because what if it goes away? What if it goes away? But then we're like, boom, we know we're giving it water still. So I feel you. Like Ultimately, as a grower, you can enhance root growth. And nature, in a sense, kind of does that. And that's why the strongest of trees in, in nature will survive is because they're the ones that end essentially grow a better root zone and a healthier a healthier root zone, you know. So, yeah, and I was comparing that to like... Versus the ones that don't. So, essentially, like, you could say most trees you see in a natural setting, the reason why they're standing is because they prevailed and some didn't. Some died a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, some didn't make it from seedlings. You well, know? I was just comparing that relationship with like watering and creating stronger roots, you know, right. just a little bit. It has to be controlled. It has to be like, obviously you're not trying to kill your plant. You're just trying to create stronger roots. Right. Just like in parenting, it's, it has to be organized. So I was thinking of like, you know, when it comes to parenting, the relationship that you need with your child is that you have to, I'm not saying not love your child, but you have to love them and give them a little bit of, like, I guess strictness, you know, a little bit of uh, sternness, but only a little bit enough to keep them knowing that you love them. But if you give them too much no love, too much... Uh, too, too much, le- too much not enough love. Yeah, yeah. too much not enough too love. Too much yeah. stress, too much realness, they're actually, it's going to be detrimental to their health. Just like, you know... You know, depriving your plant of water and making it less water and less water is right. going to make actually a less healthier plant. There, there's that good balance, that, right? That and that's in life. That's just like us. Like a little bit of stress in our lives is amazing for us because it gives it puts us in an uncomfortable environment. And as humans, as a species, we have to keep moving. Right, and we also have to find other means of of survival. We have to you could say an adaptation that are beyond just water being present right then and that's where bacterial and fungal connections come into the soil and biomass is a matter of of whether th- that's a factor to take into consideration you know when you're talking about nutrient availability yeah. and, and moisture can, retention and all that kind of stuff and we could compare those things like 
to our our community you know if we don't have you know fungal connections and our connections and our bacterial connections in the soil then water it could still be there but it's not as valuable until now we've created a system to really really utilize that resource to its maximum capacity you know as a root system right this is all metaphorical i mean like obviously an analogy analogical like whatever yeah when i was comparing it to like parenting like okay like there's parenting itself but there's also what are you giving your child nutrition wise how are they developing you know how is their development just like with a plant like you said there has to be a healthy balance of nutrition as well to the soil Mm -hmm. bacteria fungus has to be a good relationship there and just like any human being what you put in your body is you you are what you eat you are what you eat baby you are what you eat and that's it is what it is so and that's the same with children like you can you can give them all the schooling all the education you you want but based on their nutrition are they going to be able to take that information in and use it based on you know how, how are they cognitive like how is their cognitive abilities you know i feel like your nutrition plays a huge part in that right yeah right absolutely agree i feel like nutrient like like we were talking about just a minute ago before we got on here about how like essentially most people i feel like i want to say in the world but it's more so america in certain countries that are super like industrialized consumeristic because of the the products now that are like so mainstream or so corn pumped and and filler pumped with all these like random like cellulose gum and like which is basically fucking lignans like you know lignans and shit like wood basically like pulpy shit that your body doesn't really know how to break down yeah you know but they grind it down and put it into a lot of things you name it you see guar gum xanthan gum or cellulose gum they're basically that's all those are is they're they're ground down parts of the plant that generally you wouldn't eat, the woody parts. you know. So they're trying to make it go further by using their product. So yes, there is corn, but it may be corn stock, not even just corn from the from the, the, the cob, you know what I mean? And that that's – I don't think that's nutritional, right? Like, right. I guess all I'm alluding to is like what we were talking that? to. You're right. Like how does the body fuck with that shit? It doesn't. And that's yeah. just it. Is it like we're starving kind of when we don't realize we're that – We're malnourished. When we're malnourished because we eat till we're full. Like you said, we eat till we're full. We feel full. Oh, man, you know. But then in like three hours, got to eat my second meal of the day. Oh, got to eat three meals a day right yeah. on time, you know. We're all fiends. We're fiends for that blood sugar spike. Right. And that and – yeah. Yeah. That was something that, like, I, I knew, but, like, the way that you described it, I couldn't have said it better. So describe it, like, how blood sugar kind of drops off after eating shit. Like, describe what, what yeah, you're telling like me. Yeah, here in this country, we've been put on the system where, you know, you have to eat three times a day. You have to have right. this, this many meals and it has to be this, this many calories. So we're accustomed to filling a particular way, and we eat a lot of sugars. So, you know, we've associated the feeling of our sugar dropping with hunger we're told that that feeling that we're feeling of oh, coming down or someone's growling we're feeling a little weak we're feeling tired we've associated that with you know i need to eat i'm feeling hungry i need to get my blood sugar back up there you know i gotta keep going but i feel like that's a that's a very bad habit because the way we're playing with the body i mean can, can we like can we burn ourselves out doing that right like and maybe that's maybe is that why in this country we have so many sick people just because of the the lifestyle that we live playing with our body and the blood sugar and you know, how how much we even consume in one day you know all these different byproducts and chemicals that are in the foods that we eat You're just eating so much of it because I mean you can look at the back of any uh, package of food and see that there's other ingredients they add in there for like anti-caking or just preserving the product and you would think okay yeah there's only a little bit of that and what I'm eating, but over your lifespan, over 40 years of living, consuming that 
you know, time, like so many times in it's a like, day. It's like, it's not the same, but it's like, I just have a little mercury in my diet every day. Just a little bit. Yeah, every day. Because it, it's below threshold. It won't kill me today. Like, you know. Eventually it's going to catch up to you, man. It's like smoking cigarettes. I used to smoke yeah. cigarettes, dude. Like, you know, and I felt like after a while, I was just like, why am I smoking this? Everyone's like, yo, dude, one day it'll fucking catch up to you, bro. <coughs> Trust me. <sighs> and I'd be like, oh, light me up, bro. Like, you know, it was I was fucked, bro. I was in the little zone. I don't know what's going on with all that shit. It's, but yeah, it's the drug that does that to us, man, because it's the feeling that comes Right, with. and that's why our food and drug administration are an administration. Because that, well, I think most folks are just like, what do you mean food isn't drugs? It's like, no, yes, it is, because it, the state now, it's kind of a, a drug situation of keeping people feeling like they're not hungry versus actually nourishing people. And there comes a discrepancy given that most farmers have to grow for weight. So that means high yield. That means pretty fruit that is heavy as fuck. Heavy. That's, that's all they want. And a lot of it. As many trees as you can put in that field. As many as we can. I don't How many can we get away water. with? I want the maximum. I need to do it. You know? And like... Not to mention all the, the – we don't need to really go into, like, all the production that really goes into just even a field of, like, corn or fucking whatever or, or pistachios, right, or anything. But the reality is is what we're putting into it – I forgot where I was going with this shit. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Remind me. Yeah. I don't know where you're going with this. I was listening, but yeah. I was waiting. Well, um – Should we jump onto a new topic? Yeah. New topic. Yeah. How about we, we talk about what we're talking about when it comes to masks, like them being required, but we're not given enough information when it comes to the safety of applicating it to our everyday life. Yeah, you're talking about like masks during the pandemic and shit, like uh, face masks, like yeah. for COVID and shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, if that is the way you want to protect yourself, like, you have the right. Everybody has the right to do whatever they want. Right, and it's interesting, know? though, because isn't it kind of to protect other people? Like, that is the theory. Is that it, if it, you're it, wearing it, you wouldn't be exuding these uh, aerosol particles, right, into the air for other people to breathe. That is the theory, right? It's not actually to protect you from other particles coming through the mask. It's more to to, to limit what's coming out of the mask, right? So it's kind of this idea to, like, help other people. Yeah. You know? In theory. Which, but it really when people do that, though... Even though it seems kind of strange, it's kind of loving. Even though it's people make fun of it and say, well, you think you're helping, but it's like, in a way, you're like, dang, I don't really know. And what I've been told is that this kind of helps. So I don't want to get you sick in case I was asymptomatic or something. So to me, that's a lot of love involved with that, but it's misinterpreted. It makes of a bunch course, of people feel bitter, right? at the end right? of the day, you know? everybody is, is, they think they're out for the greater good, whatever agenda they are following. Yeah. And that's what I feel the same when it comes to vaccination. You know, like, just like I feel like you can't force someone to vaccinate, you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't, everyone, if you want to vaccinate yourself, do it. Yeah. You know, because you're doing it, obviously, not just to follow in line and get a vaccine like I was told to, but you, you, if you believe you're doing the greater good for society, do it. You know, obviously put your information in, but like, who are we as people to like bash those people? Like, we're treating them like they they are like deliberately attacking us with their decisions. You know, and that's not true. At the end of the day, everyone thinks they're doing what's good for other people, and that's like just like these protests. You know, that's why people get involved. That's why people more than ever are researching man and not just consuming what's just there in front of us like oh the tv show of this week you know i'm gonna have to watch it next week you know but that information is given to us it's just there we choose to watch it but now society is 
you know, going by themselves and searching, going down that rabbit hole, man. Everyone is like digging, digging, digging. Because we have the resources. Like you were comparing to like in the twenty, like and the nineteen twenties or yeah. the nineteen fifties or whatever. Like people will be like, "Time to just see the newspaper today." <laughs> like yeah. you know, like this, sure this, this, this got to be the truth, right? Well, this is my only source, Johnson. I agree. This is my <laughs> only source that I can read. So of course, this is must be the truth. Right. Yeah. Or you'd have probably a lot of those people that are like, nah, I don't buy that shit. But then you'd be like ostracized, be like, what's wrong with you? You don't stay involved in American nationalism? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, dude, what a crazy white neighborhood that would have been, dude. I would, I would probably be you know? back in those days, man. I'd probably just get the newspaper and just fucking throw it away. I'd probably use it to wipe my ass with because I'd have chickens in the back and shit. <sighs> no, that I'd just so be like, uncomfortable, man. So I'd have chickens and I'd have like pigs and shit. I'd be growing a bunch of garden shit. And then in one area, I'd be like pooping in a hole and burying it and composting it somehow later down the road, even though people are like, what you can't do that be like bullshit people do in other countries they sell you the fruit to america but you don't know can you do that you dude certain things people use like they're trying to legalize it in a lot of ways i feel like in america because they want to be able to use sludge to filter it somehow to where it's not e coli and shit but it's still somehow what do we do with it to basically release it into our our environment somehow for it to break back down but they're trying to do that with trash too they try to go bury trash and it's like that doesn't work bro bottles of water and shit you're just burying like what the fuck but when it comes to using human feces for agriculture i feel like it's totally acceptable if the diet of whoever the donor was was controlled it's not organic how can you trace that shit? Did everyone in the you would have shit to, there? You would have to hire people. Eat Their organic. job is to shit for this company. Yeah. And diet yeah. controlled by that company. Yeah. We feed you the diet. We collect your shit yeah, afterwards. Yeah, that's your job. We'll pay you weekly for this. Dude. You just have to eat what we give you. Dude, schedule. create jobs. <laughs> Dude. This is revolutionary. Revolution. This yeah. is what should happen. Because I would totally accept that. If I knew that this person was only eating this, obviously I'm not trying to make this person sick. We're obviously kind of kidding too. A healthy <laughs> human, a healthy human yeah. at the end of the day would create healthy shit is what I'm trying to say. Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like we're just It'd be trying clean to enough the for me to, yeah. to accept, right? It'd be the healthiest human. And People honestly, are, I would do that. How dare you? How dare you, Skeptical Sam, talk about all this? It's funny, man. Uh, yeah, more people should be thinking about. But that I'd rather I'm, I'd rather just be pumped into the ocean. Like you know, that's what most people's Dude, assumption back in the day, is. We just, used it's to cool with that. Throw you know? trash into the ocean. Look at it now. It's bad, and they were all surprised. Now, this generation doesn't know that. Listener, I encourage you to literally just Google like trash ocean. Just Google trash ocean. Google images or 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 water bottles, plastic bottles, landfill. You, you, anywhere you, you'll find it from so many places around the world it's, t- it's terrible it's, it's it's terrible actually and we you and i included our contributors to that fucking problem and we're talking about stopping a lot of problems right now these are some of the problems we need to stop and how is it correlated to us because we're the consumers and these capitalistic ass big ass corporations get us to buy the product and then tell us to dispose of the product pro- the, the packaging properly and a lot of us don't let's be honest it sucks we figure we bought it. We could do whatever we want with the trash. We own it. But then for us to do that and just kind of throw trash on the ground like a lot of people litter, you know, and they're like, well, I don't care. It's just a law. Well, it's not just a law. If we all just littered, our fucking streets would look like those other parts of the country where we're just burying it or just shiving it in the ocean. Yeah. Fish can't swim anymore and shit like that. Like, you know, or dying choking on trash or getting trapped in all that shit, you that, know? And you know what? In the way the United States has been disposing of the trash, in the past it's been very unethical. Very but unethical. And when it comes to the citizens, it's not really our fault because we were given these programs like, hey, this trash man's going to pick up your trash, you know, it's going to take you to this dump, and you don't really know where it goes from there because it's not your responsibility anymore. You're told, but like, it's just, crazy because it should be outside. our fucking responsibility to pay attention because we should. consume it. It you should. Know? But we've been, we've given that 
you know, that responsibility to other people thinking that they were doing it responsibly. Right, like they're doing it. They're yeah. taking care of it. They're paying attention and, to where these policies like are I going, said, right? And like I said, you know, people at the end of the day, they're out for the greater good of society. We didn't, it's not like everyone was like, fuck yeah, throw trash in the ocean. Yeah, fuck let's fish. drown the fish. Like, let's somehow choke the fish. Like, yeah, you know, no, like that's not what anyone's goal I'm is. I'm sure right? everyone was just like, you know, live it happy, you know, or whatever. You're just not paying attention to it because you're just told it's being taken care of. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm just trying not to shame people. I'm not trying to shame the past you know like i feel like so many people want to be like boomers are fucking retarded you know how could they let this happen but dude it's all about conditioning like what was being told to these people at that time to make them think what they think about reality and how they should do things i do agree they think ridiculous in a lot of ways but i agree that they've been kind of brainwashed and not to say they but boomers whatever you want to call it they've been brainwashed in a very sick demented way we are a product of that. We're their babies practically or right around and We there, went through our own know? indoctrination as well. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. It's indoctrination. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what the American way is, the imperialistic way is. And, I mean, a lot of people say, hey, well, we're free and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, capitalism, communism, socialism, any of these isms comes with indoctrination because it is an ism. You know, it has like, to be taught. It has, has to be, be taught. Yeah, to and, work. yeah, exactly. You, do that? You, have to you have to be convinced people. of. Yeah, and that's what it seems like. Doctrination usually like, is like convincing someone of yeah. something deeply. That's the only way it works because which you is can't brainwashing. Have, <laughs> I mean, is. I don't know how else you can look at it. But right? You can't have a society and expect everyone to be on the same page if you don't indoctrinate them very young. Yeah, and I mean, obviously that could be bad because people have done it for evil reasons, like dictating people and like killing them if you wanted to because you don't like you know this particular group of people. But if we have good people responsible for that indoctrination, I'm not saying indoctrination is necessarily bad. There, there some control. It's is good. it's like inherently like always going to be there. It's always going right? to be there because especially as a parent, you, I mean, you have to try to instill. You have to try to instill ideas. You know, as consistency you in some kinds of ways, right? right? Yeah, repeating like that's it what kind of yeah, right? And that's what kind of why we do a lot of so things that and indoctrinate is, ourselves. Right? That is also indoctrination. That is right. considered indoctrination. So indoctrination itself is not bad it's right. just who's been responsible for indoctrinating us and giving us false information that's what the problem is i'm looking i'm googling indoctrination for the for the win on the uh dictionary you know right here indoctrination the process of teaching a person or group to accept a set of beliefs yep. uncritically Uncritically. Well, I guess, I mean, if you're teaching someone to be just a free thinker, is that not considered indoctrination? If you're just instilling in someone to, like, just keep thinking. And it's interesting because indoctrination, like, but, like, in the archaic meaning of the word, like, the old world kind of meaning of indoctrination literally just meant teaching and instruction. So we've came away from, like, being like, yeah, but that's a certain type of teaching. It's a cultish kind of brainwashing. You know, like, we've been able to grow to this point maybe to where we decipher more. The people who are trying to wake people up. The, word, the, the reason why the word indoctrination is even brought up is because we need people to understand what type of indoctrination they have received in their lifetime. And is it correct? You know, is it, was it right? Were you given the right information in the 10 years that you were receiving it from a institution? Those are questions that should go through people's minds and they should think about that. Where is my information coming from? Who has been responsible for it and have they had, you know, my well-being in mind? Who has the answers for that? Like, is it a straight black and white answer? If you follow the money, kind of. Right. But you have to follow, you have to look in, like we said earlier, like you have to have the internet and now dig deep for all the, yeah, the possibilities so, of what it could, who's in why, control of this or this whatever, why, why this is this way, right? We are living through this new age of 
awakening like people realize we live in a world where we can literally just go look for information different from different sources so many different sources it has made us hungry to understand the truth and look for the truth and it's just the world we live in today but this wasn't the reality back in the like 40s and 30s or 1800s like there was no internet you were just told whoever whoever was ruling at the time and you had one source of information that's what you knew was right and wrong you know Right. But that's not the case anymore. Billy, did you see on We're this living. week's TV? What did they do back then? They used to have like a fucking theater, right? Like, like I mean, not to sound so millennial, but like they'd have a theater, right? And then the beginning, in the middle, they'd have intermissions, and they would be like, "What's going on in World War Two? Like, the Americans are winning. See, they're carrying the flag. It looks like they are winning, but really, it's like a bunch of people are dying. Like." I don't know, America came in kind of late and kind of just bounced out right at the end. <laughs> like, it wasn't really like they were involved. They just dropped the bomb, son. You know, like, as the American military, that's kind of how it seems like it really went. They just kind of popped in. We're like, yo, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> just bombed Japan. And then they kind of helped a lot of it close, right? And then said, hey, you Nazi fucks, get over here. We have common values, you know? I feel like genuinely the American government at that time bonded strongly with the Nazi government because they're both like white supremacy kind of groups and headed by a lot of white supremacy ideas, you know? Like That's heavy what, nationalism? Like heavy nationalism and like literally white supremacy ideas Like because obviously Nazis were hella into that and I feel like the American leaders were heavily into that. They were super white. Like yeah, everyone was super white. Germany, so like with the eugenics, the they grew, those people that were leaders grew up with their parents going, eugenics are great, Tommy, or whoever, the for, Theodore Roosevelt or whatever, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like That's what was taught in science. Like uh, eugenics was, that's what was taught. But um, Germany oh, and the sorry. Nazis, they got Franklin their ide- Delano Roosevelt. They got their ideas <laughs> from the United States. Those ideas yeah. of eugenics and like creating a master species, not just a race, because I don't think I don't believe it was race. Although races were attacked because of the operation, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just a master species. That's what they were trying to control. Because at the end of the day, America is just one giant melting pot. Like there's so many different peoples here, and they're like because the, the country itself the continent around so wide there was opportunity for you know like say this the west coast of um of uh the united states was more migrated by people who probably came from like the eastern part of the world like the asia asias and stuff like so those people were going to like places like what's mexico today i'm just saying that landmass was there closer to them so when they crossed the ocean that's where they landed so that's why these particular people look this way and on the east coast right different people were able to migrate to that area. Right. Well, that's like with, with COVID, right? They, everyone was speculating that the East Coast got like more of a European base because the, the disease moved from, say, Wuhan all the way across through Europe into across the East, like the Atlantic Ocean into the East Coast of the United States. And that's just from a, a purely United States perspective, obviously. But then um, on the West Coast, literally directly coming maybe for, from Wuhan directly because it's just across the ocean. You know, and obviously anyone flying from China would fly into like Seattle or L.A. or San Francisco or Portland. You know what I mean? Like most likely along the West Coast. On the East Coast, most things would be like Florida, New York. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like yeah. the most popping hotspot, Atlanta. Like, you know the what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Like, so it kind of it kind of makes sense when I heard that and I realized, that, yeah, I'm sure things can can uh, mutate. You know, vi- this virus has probably mutated across those different regions of different people. You know what I mean? 
I'm pretty sure this virus is mutated a billion times because that's how viruses yeah. survive. They have to mutate just right, like, just slightly like or a lot. Right, every it's, host depends is on how, different, yeah. brother. Every host of the point of any organism is to live in the way viruses live. You and I have strong immune systems, we could say, but we also have different immune systems. Like different things are going to trigger our immune response. You, you know what I mean? Because we come from different backgrounds, different people, different bloodline, different everything. It you depends know? on the condition. Where we've been, person. what we've eaten. Yeah. yeah. But genetically, yeah, we're all made differently. Genetically, like, we're all based on who our grandpa was, maybe what he chose to eat, what he exposed himself with. Because if, like, if you are born from someone, say, who came from, the like, the horrific product of, uh, you know, the war in Vietnam, where we sprayed Agent Orange all over oh, their man. rain, all over their forest, you know? Yeah. like. Uh, your offspring was more likely to have a lot of defects. Right. So, yeah, who you are genetically, it, it, it's, all, it's all based on who you come from. Right. Like where they were, what they were exposed to, what type of things could have genetically mutated their offspring. We're, you know, we're just made from our genetics. We are the product of what our gene codes look like. Right, and I mean, we can't go back in time and, and change that shit. No, but we can, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about epigenetics, we have realized that based on, we can control our genes and stop mutations or cause mutations based on environmental stimuli. Environmental stimuli meaning like, where are you living? Are you around, uh, say here in the valley, we're exposed to a lot of different pollutants because we live near a lot of agriculture. So there's a lot of particulates in our air because of what's sprayed on our crops. Right. So Everybody knows who Monsanto is, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we were so, just talking about Agent Orange. I had to look it up just to validate. Monsanto made Agent Orange for sure, too, so here which is valley, a very interesting situation. The health of people are a lot different than the health of people that live maybe um, towards, like, the hills, and they're not exposed to heavy, like, you know, industrial waste and industrial products. Right. Like, here in the valley, deep in the valley, you probably have asthma. A lot of people do. Yeah, they do. And we've been told that that's normal. It's not normal. No, dude. I have friends that like lived in LA or something. They moved here and they have asthma now. They didn't. Ha- they didn't grow yeah. up with asthma. They, a, the doctor told them they have asthma now. They have an inhaler now. It's, it's a like, condition. What? It's a condition. Yeah. Just like diabetes. That's why. It's like, like no. Yeah, well, then you weren't born with it. Then you just developed this condition, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. I so, like, so we know based on that that we evolve. You know, we change versus our envi- in yeah. our environments because of our, because our environment was a particular food, particular toxin. Our body developed and evolved into this diseased body that right. was malnourished and was sick and it was lacking all these things that it needed to thrive. And if you say so like people who cure themselves of type two diabetes just from changing their diet, and that teaches you that it's a condition and that that's what makes epigenetics like so people need to stand behind that and understand that you can change who you are. You can your your body's you're constantly adapting. And you you know you can choose what road you go down. We shouldn't look as life look at life like it's just upper rock bottom, like up or down. Right. Really, it's a straight path, and there's different paths that lead to different areas. Right. And your actions, what you're doing every day, or just at the moment, what you're choosing to spend your time doing, is going to get you this way or that way or this way. Like you know, like if you want to go somewhere, you have to actually do it. You can't just say it. you have to do it if you want to be there. Because if you're, like, say you're doing meth or doing heroin or doing things that are going to lead you in a life of, like, you know, probably losing your job if you get drug tested or you become to a point where you're so dependent on this drug that you have to, like, steal so you get arrested or you lose your job or you lose your home, you end up in the streets. Like, that product is based on those actions that led up there. But even if you end up in that, that, that life, if you end up in a bad life based on bad decisions, that doesn't mean that you're stuck there. You're not a slave to that. You could, you could come out. 
it's kind of like what we're talking about in the beginning like if you just remember the water's coming just develop your community develop your root system develop your community around you to where you can actually help each other like you have that bacterial friend that that fungal friend that's literally helping you mine for nutrients and hold water retention in the soil and everything to where you can keep drinking water because you know eventually it'll come but maybe we got to pull on our horns every now and then but the only way i can do that is by developing you know means of of establishing and uh, maintaining that you know and that's what plants do under the soil they they shoot out exudates and basically communicate like little messages saying hey you bacteria please this type of bacteria please help me mycorrhiza please please come i need you help you are the only person i can ask it's critical I need phosphorus. <laughs> He's like, dude, I got you, bro. I got hella phosphorus yes. right here, dog. And it's a symbiotic relationship. There and you go. Just you like know? in the body, like in the human body, if we're talking about physiology, like in order for things to work properly, you need a particular enzyme or a particular nutrient. Like for methylation to happen, you need to be able to, you need to consume uh, uh, methyl groups, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. B vitamins. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like the folate, you know, what you get from broccoli and different greens like that. Mm-hmm. We use folate, we methyl, use it in methylation, and methylation is the process of detoxing your body from uh, different toxins that you consume. And, and that's done via methylation, because you're methylation. basically that's eating a bunch process. of methyl groups, and it somehow like so we turn gaseously folate, kind of doing this chemical-y shit yeah. out of you, right? So we turn folate into methylfolate, we use it in methylation. So uh-huh. it's like, and that's like the order, and that's what happens. Like when we consume something that's bad, we're able to detox ourselves of it properly so we don't become sick and overloaded with these toxins but you can have a gene mutation that leaves you vulnerable and you can't you can't turn folate into methylfolate therefore like your methylation process is uh, weak and it's just probably not working at all so you're actually more vulnerable to environmental toxins you it would you would become more sick you know but it's all based on that particular gene working you know just just like you know we're talking about plants like there's there's the relationships are big it's not just water it's not just it's not just a fertilizer it's not just these one things like it's not just three things and my plants can be super healthy like if you really wanted the healthiest plant or the healthiest human there's so many relationships that you have to understand are going on in your body and it has to be templated somewhere in nature it has to like actually happen somewhere in like natural in nature like if you're going to model after you got to follow some kind of model like that if we're talking human body because we come straight out of nature i know people like to think we don't like we're like aliens or something we came from another planet or like god just places down here and was like yo i made you you're different than everything else as long as you keep keep taking care of all this shit you'll be all right well we're not even doing that anymore we're not taking care of shit we're literally fighting in the streets blowing shit up and shit across the world for a long time these riots and, and protests right now this isn't shit, bro. I feel like the fact that people keep putting it down is like, fuck you. Let those people do what they want to do. Y'all have been blowing up other parts of the world for years. You know? People that are literally have the audacity to talk shit on people that burn down a fucking 7-Eleven or something. When it's like, please, you've been funding the, the you've been Middle East war and carelessly dropping bombs on other people that you're not keeping track of how many Iraqis or, or Afghanis died and shit. You know what I mean? But you care if one civilian dies on the American side for sure. You know? Or one, right. I mean, I mean, one militant even, That's you know, so it, that had a license to be in that situation. That's so true. You know, we and we and don't get me wrong, we should care about we should. each side saying, but, though. But that's so because that's something that civilians you... die, bro. I have a friend that was just telling me today, like, dude, civ- civilians die. Yeah. Often, especially on the Afghani side. Yeah. 
Because that's where the war is. It's women, right outside the children. Home. A lot of people died in the yeah. war. But you're right, though. That is. That's, that and is then they wonder there. why a bunch of other people come and attack them, which basically they label as more terrorists are coming in. They're trying to take us out because we killed a few of their citizens on accident. It's like, no shit they are. And now why are they labeled terrorists? Technically, you're the terrorists. Y'all came up in here blazing guns, killing innocent people and shit. Now the village is pissed. Now, of course, they want to fuck you guys up. Because there's going to be no justice. You guys are out of here. The American government's got you. Hiatus, latest. That's fucked up, dude. No wonder those people want to kill you and then you label them terrorists. Okay. They're pissed off. So this is a huge conspiracy theory. It's just something if you want to look into, you should. Oh, shit. So um, I don't know if it's <laughs> super true. I Like, it's just something I've dabbled in, but I've seen, like, I, I do kind of believe it. Like, you know, us. Because f- for as long as war has been around, usually it's one person that funds both sides of the war. And that what that tells you is that war is deliberate and people are dying for a reason. It's usually for maybe depopulation or to make a message to those rulers or whoever is in charge of that region. You know, it's either like, you know, bow down or we're going to keep playing this game in your front door and innocent people are going to fucking die from mm-hmm. it. So, like, you know, the conspiracy is, is that Obama and that administration funded ISIS. But at the same time, if we listen to the narrative on the news, we're told, like, oh, ISIS is taking over these villages and they're hurting people in the name of their religion. We have to go there and fuck ISIS up. But in the reality, we're just bombing the shit out of people's homes. Where we're told is ISIS is staying. We're there. suspected that they're they're there. undercover, like they're keeping their uh, what what do they consider ISIS? Like I know they consider just another group. terrorist group, but like they're more radical, or, radical, group. organized though, and like undercover organized. is there is there kind there of their go. idea so, like right? So they're organized. Their there's justification. Some, there's somebody there who is funding their weapons, who's funding them, paying them because these are mercenaries, dude. They're not people just doing right. it for free. They're people that are fucking there. They're paid to kill because they're good at it and they can do it. Not everyone can kill, bro. Not everyone has the ability to take a take a life that's something everyone should know and that's okay dude that's all right and maybe a lot less people now from the conditioning we go through from like playing video games like call of duty or you know we're Gosh, like shown yeah. death all the time and watching movies you're shown death in some gruesome fucking way sometimes and that's not by accident dude i feel like theoretically like that that kind of is why so many of the video games are so popular is because it became a coping mechanism it's for people to desensitize themselves to it like and just think that like duh this is just what happens you go in there blazing guns da, 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 but yeah. you don't get a game over restart bro when you get shot like nope. you know what i mean so but yeah so if say obama was dropping weapons to isis He's, that's the conspiracy you're saying though that like we like our quote unquote the American side was funding the bad guys and then saying we gotta go take them out and we're really just destroying a lot of fucking property right. and people in that property and then isn't what's that company bro that like they're in the industry of rebuilding like towns when they get bombed and war times of war like affect them this guy's invested in like rebuilding communities after like places I'm not sure what the name is but there's several cases of that just like the earthquake in Haiti you know we have like Red Cross and you know the Clinton Foundation raised half a billion dollars over 500 million million dollars and with all that money there was only like four homes that were built so all of that money was extorted out of those funds. Like, they were never actually used for the people in a humanitarian way in Haiti. They were actually stolen. Damn. You know? And that's... I feel like that's happened time and time again. Like, you know, I remember going to church as a kid, and they're always showing videos of, like, a starving kid in Africa. Even on TV, starving kids on Africa. Send your money to this organization, and we're going to fix that. While the guy's just standing there, like, all pot belly, yeah. just like, please, these kids need your money. And it's like, bro, why don't you feed them your fucking McDonald's you got in the bag behind the scene there, son? But like, if those things never got fixed, nah, where, where did all that money go? No, I agree. Where did all that money Cause go? Because a lot of people sent money. 
Yeah, let's be honest. That was a lot of Americans. money. That's a so lot like of money, bro. Even you added up. It's like panhandling. No offense, but I mean, it's it's like that's a lot of money that ended up in there. Or uh, taking uh, tithes at a church is a lot of money that adds you up reach after that. Big crowds and you reach them on an emotional level because no one wants to see a little African kid starving, bro. Right. Like that even though our own government is the reason why those things Probably. are happening, because well, or even, even if it's not corporations, at least for sure to blame. Like Nestle, for example, pumping all the water out of these countries and then leaving them destitute to drink sludge water and shit. Like yeah. you know. And not helping them out when they literally depleted the water source for that Coca-Cola, area. Coca-Cola, like, you know, drop, they're pouring toxins into the water near India and just poisoning. We got to put it somewhere. It's like, yeah, the, but why there, you fuckers? Well, because they don't, they can't. Because the rules are so bent over there in their favor with their money. Well, like the Indian government even is just like, yeah, for sure. Dude, just it, keep yeah. paying us and exactly. you can do whatever you want. So that, and that's what happens. Oh. And yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that, if that conspiracy is true, then... Yeah, and I've heard things like, you know, uh, was, who's that guy who led Al-Qaeda? What was his name? Osama bin Laden? Was that his name? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a conspiracy that he was actually a CIA CIA agent, you know, and he was actually an American asset. He was a real person. And Al-Qaeda was actually, you know, from the CIA. Like, they're actually U.S. military-trained people. We organized them, and we were using them as mercenaries to handle our businesses across the world. Like, but they were trained American way. Like, they were taught by us. And we formed them, and then when we needed to, we used them as a scapegoat. You know, we told the world, like, well, the reason we have to go here and fucking go to Afghanistan and search for bin Laden is because, you know, Al-Qaeda is, you know, horrible and they're right. killing Al-Qaeda. people. Al-Qaeda, yeah. But in reality, like, they were actually our assets. And bin Laden was actually, you know, ours. We trained him and we used him. And he was, like, you know, in cahoots with our CIA. Like, he was one of us. And then who knows what he did, or maybe one of us. So like you mean like one of like the infiltrants, like how how America feels that they're the infiltrating okay, on yeah, the yeah. right side. Yeah, maybe not of one the, of us. Of the argument, he probably not like not an ordinary person. Obviously, just like you know, the, our science, our scientists from you know after nineteen forty five were all from Germany, and they right. weren't necessarily one of us. They weren't Americans. Right. They were. They had goals America. in mind that were not uh, discretional at, at cultural differentiations or anything. They just yeah. had the, this same goal in mind, yeah. So if that's true, too, I mean, that's pretty crazy. And I've seen stuff like, you know, bin Laden wasn't shot and killed. Like, that was just a narrative, you know, that was here in the United States. But in reality, he died of, like, kidney failure. But, like, after, like, he was pronounced dead here in the States, like, his people over there were, like... I thought they dropped him in the ocean. I thought they found him and they were like, well, we didn't, we actually lost the body in the ocean or something like that. I don't like remember. Like, yeah, wait, there was what? never really a real They dumped it off anything. board. It was the, I could have sworn, bro. Like, was their reasoning behind this shit? I, that was like, in, like, that was right after Obama got into office. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that was Which a is huge, funny. huge publicity stunt to get everyone to, like, you know, yeah, Obama's fucking badass. He killed Bin Laden. He's only been in office for, like, I'm a on, fucking year, you know? Yeah, yeah, how ironic. Right, perfect timing, huh? As soon as B- W is out, you know, this oh, is so crazy. I type in type in Bin Laden, and one of the things that comes up is Bin Laden weed strain. I'm like, what? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> name and crazy shit. Bin Laden raid death. I want to know. But and what I'm saying is too May second, like, 2011. Who shot Osama? Robert. J- they have a name. Robert James name. O'Neill. From Butte, Montana. He's born in '76. And these are just conspiracies, man. They're not things I really do believe in. Is a former U.S. Navy sailor, a former U.S. Navy SEAL, and special warfare 
Operator O'Neill fired the shots that killed Osama bin Laden during the raid on his Abadamabad compound on May 1st. Hmm. The founder and the first leader of the Islamic terrorist group, Al-Qaeda, was killed in Pakistan on May 2nd, 2011, shortly after 1 a.m. Gosh, where, where, where is bin Laden buried? No answer. No answer. Just the date. You know what's pretty crazy, too? Do you remember when they hung um, Saddam Hussein? And it was, like, on TV? Bro, didn't they, and, and didn't they, like, uh, break down a statue and shit? Like, and that was on TV, I remember. But no, so, I didn't know that they, they hung Saddam on fucking live television. I'm pretty what? sure they did. I think, I remember being a kid and my parents watching, literally watching just TV, like, the news. And they hung him. And they showed, like, the time before they hung him, like, you know, while he's waiting to be hung. But that just makes you think, like, dude, where was America's mind at back then? Were we, like, were we, were we, like, super angry at this person to, like... Well, yeah, the Iraqi government released an official videotape of his execution showing him being led to the gallows and ending after the hangman's noose was placed over his head. So it didn't actually show him get hung. Right. But they showed it, like, they're essentially saying that that's what's going to happen. And then they cut the film. Huh. That's interesting. But, you know, they never did find weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. They fucking flipped that country upside down and didn't find shit. And they, yeah. they admitted they didn't find anything. Right. So, but, like, did everyone think, like, oh, man, are we going to pay for all the destruction we fucking did looking for that? But it was televised. So you weren't wrong about that. In, in Iraq, like, to their people. That's crazy shit right there. It's all symbolic, bro. That's like I remember like seeing on the TV like when when the when it all started like and, and seeing footage of like them tearing down the Saddam Hussein like fucking weak ass looking statue or something like they were breaking it down. But it's like now in the current world in 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 the United States, for example, people fucking breaking down statues and stuff. It's kind of symbolic, just like that was, you know. Because I keep comparing are... those things because that that is a symbolic move. I mean to to. To deface specifically certain statues for certain reasons is very symbolic, you know. Things are changing, man. Yeah. Things are changing. We're coming to a new age. We're there. It's upon us. It's here. So what do you think about this new age? How's it, how's it kind of looking? I don't know. Because well, I'm, I'm like, this is just the start of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, we're adapting to it still, and I don't know what to adapt to. Because there's like, I feel like there's so many. Are people. we responsible for the change? Yeah, we are. And there's know? so many. People just the average person, you and I. I mean, we are all responsible for what's coming. We're all responsible for how this change is going to happen. How we develop it. But how we develop from here. As of right now, because this change is happening, there's basically like free law right happening right now. Like everyone understands, like every. There's going to be a change in the system, the way people should think, have to think. Like, it's going to happen. But what are we going to be thinking? Like, there's so many hands that are trying to take a, you know, take advantage right. of this shift that's happening in our minds and spirituality and, like, you know, who we yeah. are as a species. There's so many hands trying to influence us and shape our minds and shape this new shift, right? Like, you know, people always talk about the Illuminati and the New World Order. Like, it's scary, you know? But at the end of the day, like, what if that is false information put there? So you believe that that's where we're going into, and that is what we manifest as a fuck collective. Shit, bro! Collective I love idea. what you're saying. Yeah. So it's so dangerous, you know. Like, and that's why. Because that that's what it could be. It, I mean, I feel you. Like that's what I was kind of talking to you on the phone the other day about the black hole sun and all this kind of shit that's supposed yeah. to be happening on on today. What the fuck? Like the eclipse of the Saturn thing or whatever. Some dumbass shit, in my opinion. A bunch of Satan worshiping assholes 
But um, th- I was talking to my buddy Richie earlier about it and was like, dude, like it, it it's almost like I don't even want to like give it credit because me giving credit makes me feel like I'm giving it power over humanity or something. Exactly. And I, I have to refuse to because I, I feel like that's when it is powerless. I think you can acknowledge you it. Know? You should acknowledge it, but you shouldn't think that it fucking controls. And you. like the the why even try? The, we're just gonna yeah, do whatever yeah, yeah. the Illuminati says or whatever. Like people say, you know, or like people say can't beat it. Join. I remember in high school and they would like talk about Illuminati because of Drake and all this stuff. Somehow feel entitled to think that they're part of it or they understand it when it's really vague. And it's it's obviously one of those things. It's like no one fucking knows. But isn't it strange when all the dollar bills it says in Latin New World Order? Like, you can't say that that doesn't mean anything. But to describe what it really means it, from the beholders of who decided to put that on the dollar bills and all this kind of shit, it's up for speculation still every day, right? Because we don't have a definitive answer. You can't Google that answer and find a for sure thing. You can find forums where people are, they suggest this is the case. You find credible people that you and I would say they have probably degrees and they're smart people and they probably even say, no, this for sure is credible. But at the end of the day, for some reason, we can't really wholeheartedly be like, that's the truth. For some reason, like most of us, you know? Yeah. I don't know why that is. It's like there's some kind of brainwashing deep down that's like, but you know that. Well, maybe, you know, maybe we are living through the New World Order. You know, this conspiracy stuff we all talk about, like we all think it's going to happen. But in reality, dude, it is happening. We are kind of like enslaved at the moment. You know, we're controlled. We're being manipulated to think what's right or wrong. And sometimes what we're told is right is actually affecting us in a negative way. And and there's an agenda behind it because there's the most people in charge. They want less people in the world. And they've admitted that. And people do believe like it is a belief to think it's a belief that there's too many people in the world and that's a problem. Like some people actually believe that. Like that we can't feed everyone yeah, and we can't give we, it, we like can't all have humans, clean drinking water. There shouldn't be this many humans on this earth. There's people and there are people who have money and they want to fund organiz- or organizations and fund ideas that, you know, create a world with less people because that's what they want. And you, when you have the money, you get to do what you want. You get to manipulate masses who don't have money. You know, just, I mean, we see it everywhere. Like, the billionaires in the world, they have their hands in everything. They're the reason the fucking world goes around. We're seeing their masterpiece, what they put together, what they put in order. Yeah, their construct, yeah. So, like, you know, everyone thinks that we're going to line up for vaccines. Like, shit, dude, that's been happening. Yeah, we've already been doing it. We've that. already been doing it. Yeah. We've been doing it with thinking, like, oh, yeah, we're fucking doing the greater good for society. I'm doing the greater good for myself. But, like, everyone who took the polio vaccine were exposed to... A particular antigen that causes cancer and that came out and that was that's fact i don't i don't know the exact name of it i think it's like sv40 or something like that it is this particular you know antigen that was in the vaccine that causes cancer so if you got that polio vaccine i mean you're, you're probably gonna have some issues with that your body you know the, what is the results of so many people being exposed to that what if you're you're you know you have genetic mutations in you that leave you very vulnerable to that or any ant- antigen in that vaccine. What if, you know, you can't... And, like, there's no such thing as one-size-fits-all medication. Right. That doesn't exist. That's what I feel like is dangerous. everybody is the yeah, same. Yeah, I feel like that's what's dangerous. I mean, we are all humans, and, like, we all have some... Uh, like, obviously, we have, like, t- chromosomal and certain things that are, like, similar characteristics and all these different uh, acids in our DNA and shit are all similar, right? But it's, like, there's a total different... Imp- whatever, you, whatever you want to call it, a totally different fucking... Uh, code like they call it a code you know what i mean so 
because there's no like genetic testing to tell you like hey how much of one particular toxin because because I, I feel like they're, they're the reason why there are heavy metals in vaccines and like a lot of people say like oh they're trying to kill us because of that but at the end of the day we're exposed to heavy metals all day all day in our industrial environment we are exposed to so many heavy metals so in in theory like if we're talking about immunity and you know trying to grow immunity to say that we're going to expose a population to little amounts of heavy metals so their immune system can build up a strength to that like adapt in a good way to like filter out that toxin you know because they're exposed to it in little amounts so often that their body is like creating like a better more efficient way of detoxifying that toxin like that makes sense to me that does make sense right like and just like you know like people who don't believe in vaccines but they believe in like what they used to do back in the day was like measles parties you know, instead of taking the vaccine that we have nowadays, they used to like, oh, your kid has measles? Shit, my kid hasn't had that yet. Hey, how about you come over and expose my kid, you know? So we can get this over with. They become immune to it. That's what people used to do. Yeah. But And that is a form of immune therapy and trying to strengthen the immune system, exposing yourself to anything because your body has to adapt to it. It seems like that's something that like would definitely be done if we didn't have uh, any medical, quote unquote, medical professionals telling us anything else. That's the only way people seem to have got a, around it or done things for civilizations in the past, right? Like if they had any inkling of understanding micro, micro, microbiology, most of the time it seemed like they would understand that, like this herd immunity thing, which is crazy too because that word all of a sudden when people started talking about herd immunity, it clearly came from the news because everyone all of a sudden knows what the fuck herd immunity is yeah. when like how many people know what that means. Like, you know, I had to look into it because I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I get it. But people are throwing this term around. Clearly, it must have came from CNN or Fox. Or well, herd you know immunity what I mean? is different from when, when it was first originated, that word herd immunity came from natural immunity. So right. like what we're talking measles parties, like exposing yourself to, you know, a virus or a toxin so your body can adapt to it. You can be, become immune to it. That is herd immunity. You have you so many people get introduced to introduced to it they all create antigens different antigens we all share those different antigens because we're playing with each other we're sharing drinks with each other we're sneezing around each other you yeah. know but a lot of people are going to die if, if a virus or a disease or something is very serious to go about it herd immunity wise but it's a matter of clearing well you could say in a natural sense it depends room because, for like we're talking about like there's no such thing as one size fits all medication just like there's no such thing as one Size fits all virus. You Gosh, know? not even one size fits all underwear, Anything. bro. My balls are all up uncomfortable <laughs> in that fruit of the loom like, bullshit, the, man. The, the way everybody's <laughs> gonna react to a virus is completely different and depends on the individual and what's going on in their body, what health they're in. You yeah. Know? Obviously, if you're if you have cancer, you're obese, you have any uh, you know disease that leaves your immune system weakened and vulnerable, you are probably gonna feel some gnarly effects from a virus, man, or anything that you get exposed to. But someone who has a healthy immune system because they don't have any genetic mutations or because they are in control of their intake of different um, you know, enzymes and uh, nutritional things that we need for our body to de- develop and just maintain good health. Those people are going to probably not affected, be affected so um, like, you know, and maybe so though, negative but maybe so though, I mean, because they, yeah. Because, I mean, some people think that they have their health on lock because they drink this and they eat this every day, but they... But you really don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You could be like eating the best shit, but like, really, for could, that person, that diet even yeah. itself is not you a one-size-fits-all diet. as much water as you want, but there's so many other relationships that need to be on point in order for that water to be useful. Right. Just like, you know, when we drink alkaline water or, you know, eat organic foods, like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're genetically 
not utilizing the things that you're eating. Like if you have methylantrohydrofolate, like that's a popular gene mutation people have, they're not able to turn folate that they consume into methylfolate, you know. So no matter, you can eat as much broccoli as you want, eat, eat as much folate as you want, but you're not going to be able to process it properly and you're, good to, you're no matter what, you're vulnerable to toxins. You're vulnerable to being heavily toxic. So it does depend on the individual and right. not necessarily their lifestyle, but who they are. That's what's crazy, though, with everything even being on the news, though. Everyone's saying like it's like a, a, like as if there's a one size fits all Band-Aid for yeah. this for this unknown of where this is going to go with our pandemic issues. Just like we're know? talking about math, masks, you know, like there should be safety guidelines put in place for people who have to work eight hours, nine hours a day wearing a mask in conditions that are warm, you know. Like, like people shouldn't be working eight, nine hours a day anyways for mental health reasons, let alone yeah. during a pandemic, being in the same room with a bunch of other people wearing now a fucking cloth over their face, over about, their breathing pattern that they're not used to. And a lot of people, no offense, that breathe. We have respiratory issues in this country, and this virus is a respiratory issue, but literally people region. just have, especially here, that's what I'm more pertaining to, yeah. Yeah, we already are. We're talking about oxygen, asthma already, you know. If our oxygen you know, intake is already compromised, like putting a mask on it, it's going to affect it a little bit more. So we should make, right. like I say, if you're working fast food and you, you know, you're working for, say, an eight-hour day and you only get one break, fuck that. You should have several breaks where you take your mask off and you're able you to have breathe. more breaks right now. Yeah, you should be able to, you to know, take a break to for breathe sure. because your, your oxygen was already compromised, dude. Mm-hmm. So Well, being in there anyways, right, it's like already if, bad for your fucking... So if we're talking about health and wellness... All this burning French fries and all those oils and all this stuff in the air from all the machines blowing around, and we could say it doesn't add up, but it does too. It just does. like just like being in the drive-thru alone, all the soot that's coming out of all the exhaust pipes that are just rolling yeah. through right there all day long. Next to the freeway, man. Uh, yeah yeah it's crazy to think like if you could see it if you could just put on goggles it's like you'd see all this cloud of fucking black you can see it literally you you can but if you were to pay attention more yeah like you drive from anywhere to the valley you fucking see it no doubt we were hiking the other day and we were we were above it all we could literally see the line of smog below like damn it's disgusting man yeah because it's not just a little bit it's a lot like our whole like the air we breathe is just heavy with particulates, you know? Right. It's not just air. Right. There's so then there's much. tons of people that, like, I've seen that have been wearing masks for years to protect themselves from those particulates. Yeah, just like in Asia, in China. Mm-hmm. Like, you, before this, people were wearing masks all the time because there was heavy pollution. And they have bad pollution there, too. Bad. Which, by the way, doesn't just stay in Beijing. Like, that's what people think, like, it just stays right there. It oh. doesn't just stay in L.A. or just in the Central Valley. It's like, no, that means there's enough to go around. It's just in these pockets it'll stay. Well, and like, especially where it's being mass-contributed to, it'll stay but it's also going beyond that and moving all around all the sky space our population you know? our pollution here is not all from the valley even though we do have heavy there's no state lines in the air yeah like you know so like, in the wind we to have the wind. Heavy <laughs> pollution here because of our agriculture you know the agriculture and the industrialization that comes with it the different things they spray on plants we do have our own pollutants that are affecting us but a lot of our pollution comes from like our neighboring big cities like Los Angeles or up in San Francisco and you know the wind comes and brings all this pollution over here and it stays here it stays stagnant because it gets stuck in this bowl mm-hmm. you know yeah it just stays here and it stays dense and just floats until like there's a big draft of wind and it knocks it out like you it's like you ever out. like you know like when I used to vape fat clouds I'd blow one in a cup and it would just stay in that cup bro yeah. You blow it across the top of the cup, it would just congregate in that cup, and it would just slowly let a little bit out of the top, but most of that cup would just stay saturated with dense-ass smoke, dense-ass vape. That is a prime example of how it'll just, things, 
in the air will just stay so like, there. And plus all the fracking that happens around this, dude. Like in fucking yeah, Coney, Bakersfield, yeah, Bakersfield and shit. Yeah, like, all dude, around the edges there. There's heavy industrialization in this region. Yeah, I know, man. It's a problem. And I, I, I really do have a feeling that, that they're not going to stop, bro. They're going to they're gonna farm this shit and frack this shit till it's dry in the desert. And then they're going to put a bunch of land. Like it's going to be another second LA watch or something. It's going to be like they're going to start putting a bunch of... Why do you think they want to put the bullet train through here? I feel like Fresno, Fresno County, for some reason, in this heart of this valley, is like a, a stopping point. I feel like they're trying yeah. to make expand it to the whole edges of the valley, so it's not so vast of like a, you know, you cruising up the ninety nine, you you feel like you're in a desert. You know, you're cruising all the way across this fucking valley floor. Well, I feel like they're trying to like beef this valley into like some kind of other fucking mecca where they can farm whatever they farm until the land is shit. And then build a bunch of houses on it. Because that's another interesting thing around here is that all this real estate companies and shit, I forget some of the names and I don't really need to dispose of them anyways. They're big contributors to a lot of agricultural like things because they all shake each other's hands. Like I said, when ag goes bad and they can only farm land, often farmers end up selling it to People someone else. And then now they're like, hey, we could build a development on here, a bunch of a big old gated happening. community yeah. right it's here. It's called you know? sustainable development. And that's right. what's happening. It's not just because... You know, like say around here, it's not just because some some land has become like unfertile enough to where you just can't grow on it anymore, but also because that's kind of like the agenda that's here today, sustainable development, where we're trying to get people off of land, right? Make more land privately owned, get people off of land and into denser populations and making bigger cities. Right. And everything that and I see it all the time, you know, I'm I'm in construction and everything that we're building right now, man, what's number one is stack them and pack them. Bro, fit as many people as you can right. in one fucking spot. You know what I mean? Stack them, pack right. them high. And that's what's happening. And that's Continue the, the legacy of L.A. and New York, the, the, the cities that are crumbling while, as we speak with the pandemic and shit, you know? And while this is happening, let's stack and pack them. Let's, let's make big cities. Let's keep transportation, you know? Let's, let's work on public transportation in cities. Let's move more people to the cities. Let's get people off the lands. I think that's why there's so many fucking fires in California. You know what I mean? And the fires seem to be a little bit more suspicious, like how hot they. Yeah, it is interesting how yeah how that that all came out too. Like yeah, we've had some I was major suspicious fires. About that. And just the what the fire has left, it just leads you to believe that there was like a fucking nuclear war that happened there, dude. Not like a forest fire that just rumbled. Well, it, it, yeah, all that shit would blow my mind because I'd see like aerial footage and it would be like clearly like. All the trees and and the grass and the streets and, and and no everything around each house oh, would still, be like totally fine. Totally but each totally house fine. was like obliterated, obliterated. But everything else around it and looked dude, like there wasn't even debris laying on the ground or anything. Like literally, this conspiracy that I was understanding at that time was that there was some laser technology that was being like tested out or some shit, and like that our our own military was just testing it out on our own people because they can't do it on another country because if they did, that would start a war, obviously. So Something like that, but it's I like, see, this a, is some crazy conspiracy shit that I don't know if that's true or not. You this know? model I worked with. But I know the vi- footage I was seeing, though, was definitely like, it was weird. sketchy. Yeah. It was skeptical. So skeptical. I, I met this model in Santa Cruz, and I, I worked with her, and she told me this story, right, of uh, her dad's friends. They, and they're up from where one of the fires happened in Northern California. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. Paradise. But she was telling me that there was a, a community up there of very rich people who were trying to commit... Um, Fraud, and commit fraud, mm-hmm. insurance fraud, mm-hmm. but do it like like the whole community does it. So yeah, it doesn't burn our houses like, down so it yes. looks like the fire got here. But the fire didn't end up coming close. Like they assumed that the fire was supposed to get to this spot, which they probably said that on the news. But then it got controlled at a certain point, so it didn't end up hitting that neighborhood. And those fucking houses are burnt to shit. But everything around them is like good. 
Like, it was, like, a strategic, like, maybe they hired someone to, like, break a gas line and fucking set a flame, like a, like a, like a, some, like, they set something up to happen, so the house would just blow up, right? Just yeah, I mean, or just straight sure dump gasoline, and we're like, hey, don't worry, we got this, everyone just make sure you're out of town, and we're gonna burn all these motherfuckers down, because no one's gonna know if we burned them down, or if the fire came and burned this shit down, because this is all supposed to be engulfed, they told us, like, yeah. by tomorrow. Yep. So, like, let's just start early. Ash could have flew over here and started these, you know, and I, I heard a lot of that, that, like, I had friends that literally live up there in like lake county and like in that area where those fires were going on and they were saying yeah a lot of people were literally committing insurance insurance fraud like that was most of like certain areas that were surrounding they were just playing that game. yeah so but there were, were a lot of people's houses that literally burned because of this fucking crazy ass fires bro like and the, you, would you have can't to have deny that too. like you know you can't commit insurance fraud unless you have really good insurance right which most of those people did so then that's what's interesting but some people a lot of people do they were out of their homes and their houses bro like straight up those, yeah. a lot of people's houses did burn they and they lost their, and they were not compensated and they didn't no have way. anything that's, and yeah. that's fucked up so other people trying to jump on this wagon though is despicable because it's like damn it bro your your house could have been fine you could have, like, let those people that missed the house have just, like, said, look, I just want to walk away from it. I'm going to file bankruptcy, but I want to, like, somehow, like, have you take it over. I don't fucking know. There's too many laws and regulations and shit. Yeah. Everyone wants too much fucking, too too much of their hand in the fucking pie, you know? But those- My strong hand, Tab. <laughs> you know? Where he, like, puts a strong hand in the yeah. fucking pie. I remember that. Cut a little piece for you. <laughs> My germs. <laughs> he shoves this fucking nasty. Talk about scary movies. Yeah, too. his little hand in there. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, those fires are gnarly, and especially especially being in construction, and that's why even things like nine eleven, bro. Like some things, if you nine, understand the way some things work, eleven. Some things just seem impossible to you. Like, how can that even be true? That was a fucking show. Like, dude, the way life works, that doesn't just happen that way. Like, Elaborate, just so, so people like, go, if, like if, if they're listening, fires, they don't get right? upset. So yeah. like we use materials to build homes we use materials to build giant steel buildings you know which they all have burning points they all have points of when they would collapse or you know melt right so a particular constructed that way for in case it fucking something yeah, happens so it could be like somewhat saved if the event happened and did catch fire the whole thing wouldn't just fucking fall to the ground like a straight free fall, fall yeah yeah and but nothing would ever free fall. Dude. Right, that's what I mean. Like if you, I mean if you can look at a skeleton of any steel building, steel beam columns is made with fucking bolts and nuts, and the way it's assembled, like no. there's no way impossible. It would slowly fall apart. It would not only slowly fall apart, but lean. It might not even fall apart because it it's probably, fucking you know. Yeah, it would probably lean and then catch itself. But what I'm trying to say, like if it did fall organically, if some if some force was strong enough, and that's what I'm saying too, like a plane, like a bird can fly into a plane and fuck it up, dude. Yeah. Like a plane is not like. Tank in the air right. by any means. There's a lot of delicacy yeah. floating through that. Not saying a plane running into the twin towers wouldn't there. have caused damage. Like yeah. It definitely would have caused damage. It would have caused a fire. Right. I, I'm just saying it would not make steel columns one by one perfectly collapse after one another. That that doesn't happen. That's demolition. That's what happens in demolition. We do that in demolition so we don't fucking kill everyone around the building we're trying to demolish. You're supposed to drop it straight from the straight top flat, down. Straight pancake down. You right. want to do it as gracefully and perfect as you possibly can. Right. So you don't make a giant mess. Yeah. You know, and that's what we saw. Dude, I was a kid. I remember watching that shit happen. Like, and all of a sudden the building, like, there was, like, smoke piling out of the buildings. And then what about Here building, comes the next building 7? They fucked up. And then just, that's what the, it's all a shit show. They fucked up, dude. Building 7 fell the exact mean? same way as the two Twin Towers. Three buildings fell that day. It wasn't just the two Twin Towers. Right. And then apparently one landed out there somewhere random that was yeah, supposed to go through the White House. And then one was supposed to hit the Pentagon and did, but yet did no the footage. Pentagon get hit. No footage. No plane. 
that's no interesting. It's just like, oh yeah, Jeff. Jeff, don't get me wrong. Jet fuel will implode. It will explode, but it's not going to keep burning. It burns fast. You know, like it's not going to make you like just disappear or make everything disappear. All metals disappear fast, like a flash of light. That doesn't happen. Like if a plane falls to the fucking ground, you're going to see debris. And there was no debris to show, dude. Giant circus shit show. They fucked up. They've gotten better over the years at making things look real. But that was definitely like a bad movie, man. Like that was just like, you know, when you watch a movie and you, you get pissed off because you're like, man, why is that happening? That would have happened in real life. You know, like that person, a real fucking sensible person wouldn't go walk to the noise. You know, like you ever watch movies like that where you're just like, man, that's this is way too fake for me to even take this seriously. I'm not even scared because it's stupid. You know? Yeah. Like a like Zombie Nation of some fucking lame ass movie that I watched back in the day. Such a fucking shitty movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like that kind of shit where it's like, what yeah, the fuck, fuck, man? Come on. Like, what am no, I, what am I feel you though. Like it's it here? sucks because dude, people fucking died. Like people were inside that building fuck at yeah, work dude, and they horrible. fucking died, man. So it sucks because we'd like to say that that's not. I'm not saying that's not true at all. Like, I'm and, and the, a lot of lives were taken that day. Right. I'm not trying to like say they weren't. Right. Like that's not the fake. conspiracy. I think people like try to correlate that, especially when they talk about conspiracy that has to do with maybe like even the Holocaust. People act like they're saying that that didn't exist. No, that's not what anyone's saying. It's just not. They're saying the reasoning or what we've been told of the reasoning or what actually happened that day, those days, is not true. That's the cons- that's the yeah. quote unquote We're conspiracy. Not people didn't die. We're people definitely died, and we, we fucking hate we hate that, and it makes us angry. In fact, most people that are like that get into certain conspiracies, they know that it's because it's it's human injustice. Yes. And now there's been these terms that have been developed to like discredit people that are like actually humane. Listen, and that's you know? why I said earlier, everybody wants the greater good of everybody. That's why conspiracy theorists, dude, we get passionate about these things because we want people to know the truth so we can hold those motherfuckers accountable. And so that less people can die. Exactly. Hopefully, literally, like by, by being we, aware. That death is why we get passionate about it because due to, at the end of the day, people's lives were taken for the wrong reason and people think those wrong reasons was oh, due to terrorism, terrorism and religion. But in reality, I think just our country sold us out to something. I don't know exactly why, why that shit show happened. Right. I, I don't know the truth exactly why. I'm sure well, there's people out there. Well, a lot of people lot of speculate that obviously it was a reason to blame Al Qaeda, right, in, yeah. in the Middle East, and then go basically blow it all to shit, but really to kind of invest in the poppy grows and all the fucking oil industry over there, man. Like, I hate saying it, but literally, there, yeah, Tower there's 7. A lot of reasons why. Building 7. Building 7. Smaller building off to the side fucking fell the exact same way the two twin towers fell and it was due to a fire like i said like if you understand the way things are built and the materials they're used this is on uh this is on like i don't know i guess some channel 11 ktva but fire did not cause world trade center building seven collapse study suggests uaf university of alaska fairbanks so what caused it to collapse the exact same way the two twin towers pancake down yeah like it just doesn't it blows my mind that people Maybe people didn't know about that until like later on, like when the internet blew up and like people were sharing information with each other really fast. You know, that's when people started asking questions like, "Hey, well, what about Building 7? Because back then, your narrative, the narrative, you just listened to the news, right? You didn't know what else to fucking believe. World Trade Center, World Trade Center Seven report puts 9/11 conspiracy theory to rest. Hmm. What? I don't know. I'm just looking up so many things. It's like, it's it, literally the first, second paragraph. Conspiracy theorists have a long pointed to the collapse of the 47 structure as key evidence that the U.S. government orchestrated or abetted the 9-11 attacks. Like, it's like they're already trying to dismantle right. that and from the get-go, which is, I understand. But, like, why is, why is that, like, what you're leading with? Is, right. like, saying that, like, 
it, a lot of people will tell you this is a conspiracy, but the reality is, is the U.S. government's not involved. Yeah, and but the, here's that's, why. That's the point. It, the, okay, what people why do we are have trying to specify to prove, that then? But the, what people are trying to prove, it, prove is that that building was pooled. You know that it was orchestrated. Don't right. matter who the fuck did it. Just admit that it wasn't due to a fucking fire or whatever. Like that building obviously was demolished, dude. There's no other fucking way. No, there's no plane that hit that building. I don't know if there was supposed to be a plane that hit that building and it, like, it didn't end up taking off. Their their missile didn't take off or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? But like, that building fell the exact same way. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's not fucking like, dude. In the world we live in, that just doesn't happen. Not for sure, bro. I mean, look, I I literally had don't look into it like very often. I don't know why that is, but I know what I remember seeing even as a child. And people say, well, you were just a kid. Blah, blah. Dude, I remember literally sitting there with my dad, like, with his hand on his fucking chin. Like, dude, it's what, crazy. like, do you know what's happening right now, Tyler? And it's like, fuck, I'm like seven, you know, or some shit. I'm like, dude, I think I do. Some fucking like, around, you know, like, this, this, this looks like a movie, though. Like, as a kid, it's kind of like, I don't know, you guys watch this crazy-ass movie. It just looks like another movie to me. I don't know how real that is. I don't understand what the weight of that is. I've never been to New York and realized that there's such a large population. I don't really know. As a kid, you know. As a kid, you know. But I remember going, fuck, dude. Like, a plane just crashed into a building that wasn't supposed to happen, apparently. And they're blaming some people, and they're pissed. Yeah, and that's why. Humans, man, my dad, everyone, they're pissed. That's how we justified war. Everyone was like, fuck, kill them all. Fuck, they're all involved. Very hot and heavy, quick to get agitated, and, and the first person to blame. It's dangerous. Yeah. Bin Laden. First person to blame. Right. You CIA asset bin Laden and Al Qaeda. Right. Mercenaries trained by the CIA. Yeah. Or the US military. And then that's sadly, a lot of conspiracy though. And then sadly, like how many people in America just blamed anyone that was like Muslim or anything? It's like, what the fuck? You're talking about the same people. Like, you know? Like these people aren't Muslim. These right? Like they're, they're like totally uh what's it called? Um I guess it is kind of a lot of Muslim and Islam. I don't know. Middle I know East, Islam right? is the religion, so if you're a Muslim, you are a believer of Islam. Yes, yeah, see, I'm a fucking works. idiot. I, I kind of know what I don't know. But the reality is I just think it's interesting that so many people put so much weight on Middle Eastern people that live here that are clearly not undercover, you fucking yeah, assholes. Yeah. And that's just like Just like in World War II where, they, where, where American people were putting all the, anyone Japanese, whether they were born here or not, in internment camps, bro. And saying basically like, well, you could be infiltrating our our country, you know? Yeah, don't matter. You need That's to so put, wrong, like, too. kids in fucking camps, too. Like, yeah. put whole families away. Dude, I saw a video recently where this, this uh, one of the gentlemen that was in, he was, when he was a child, he was placed in one of those internment camps. And now he's, like, in in the Supreme Court or some shit. And ICE was on, like, the ICE, like, uh, at the border of America. Oh, they have that, that fucking... That bullshit program where they're putting people in detention centers and shit and, like, not giving them anything. Basically treating them like, I don't know, like they're not people, though, at least, you know? Well, this guy was saying, though, that, like, how can you not give them blanket? Like, a I don't know, a blanket or a pillow or something. Like, they're humans. I understand that maybe they're not going to be there for for a year, but they're going to be there for, like, a month. Isn't that That's so a long crazy time. And about? then And then he's saying, like, I think that it's just human rights. Like, I understand that we're putting people in there because they're not supposed to be there, but really, like, they're humans and you're acting as if they just shouldn't be alive, though, you know? Yeah. And he was just standing up for it because he grew up in an internment camp where clearly they were at least giving them blankets, pillows, toothpaste, shit like that, you know? Damn. But is, isn't that crazy when that came to light, you know? Like, I feel like it wasn't until, like, maybe... Or maybe, if I mean, obviously, if you were digging down that rabbit hole way before it became, like, you know, national news coverage of these, you know, what was happening to these people that were caught during uh, illegal immigration or whatever... Um, 
like that didn't come out until recently right like not until like 2016 where that was being shown on the news like oh my god look at these camps look at these people they're trapped in these camps look at these right. cages but what was fucked up is that how long has that had that i know been it's been on? happening a long time i'm it's sure been going on for a very long very time. long time at least it's the 70s what, 60s for what sure really pissed me off is like like because I feel like as they got caught, you know what I mean? And I feel like it all started when, like, the whole race baiting thing and Trump started talking about border, you know, protection. Border control and shit, when, which is... When that conversation came up, when the border, when I started looking at the border, and then that's when we all realized, like, wait, what the fuck? What's going on over there? Why are there people yeah. in cages? But, like, we wouldn't have even looked there until that idea was brought up. Right. Which is, like, so fucked up. And then we have, like, the state of California and these, you know, like, whoever's in charge right now. And they're like, yeah, fuck, blame the president. You know, he, he, he's, he did that. You know, even though he got into office last fucking year. Like, that hasn't been going on for, fuck, the last hundred years. No, it's been going on through multiple presidents. Multiple I presidents. Agree, yeah. So, what I feel like is they got caught. They got caught and they needed someone to blame really quick because someone needed to answer like, why the fuck do we have kids in cages and why the fuck are they going missing? You know, why are people missing? Why are we just losing people? That doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, what do you mean? Where are they going? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just like foster people in foster care, they foster care organizations have been copied too. Like kids just go fucking missing, and some of them have actually been tied to like sex rings. They're operating fucking sex rings. I remember the, I saw something about a daycare. Like, was it, like, Virginia or something? I think it was somewhere in the East Coast. But there was literally a daycare that was pimping out their kids that they had at that daycare. What the fuck? Crazy fucking world, right? But, like I said, like, I think it's just crazy how, like, this last four years have been, like, we have a president that's, like, saying outrageous things, but it's bringing up conversation that have never really been brought up before. Yeah. Like... And things that I get we get what you mean like things that we should have been talking about are finally being talked about yeah like regardless of who the president is like why haven't these questions been brought up to us like why didn't we care before what happened to people that tried crossing over and got caught well I agree I think that that's kind of a democratic guys and I think I hate to say like political party has anything to do with it but clearly like a, a, a classic like democratic party thing is kind of like to greenwash and sugarcoat everything to make it look like we're doing everything we can, everything's going good like normal. Yeah. Kind of like how Obama, Obama was very um, eloquent, you know? Charming. He's very charming, very charismatic. And he could sit there and basically tell you, like, well, people, uh, we are investing in the prison industrial complex, but that is okay. <laughs> don't get arrested. Like, you know? <laughs> but it's like. Uh, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. Dude. But it's like, you know, a lot of these things seem like they're putting it right in front of your face, but they sugarcoat it. So you're not aware as aware to it as it seems like Republicans are kind of more raw, kind of straight up like, look, we're protecting capital. It's pretty obvious. At least you can see it with that. I think I like that at least a little bit more than being lied to saying that we're going to allocate these resources properly and then they get in office and then clearly you can't just change all the allocations of resources. Everyone knows that. You know, you have to go through serious like you have to go through community level shit to do that. You can't just do that to the federal government. That's the point, you know, but everyone believes in these people that they're going to change this in, in our small community here in, in the middle of Central Valley over here. Like they give a fuck about this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? No, they can't even fix what's right in front of them in Washington fucking D.C. The president can't even pay attention to people riding outside painting Black Lives Matter on the fucking street, bro. Changing the name of the road literally that runs into the White House. Like to where if you see from space, it's like you don't even need to paint the White house a different color anymore because it shows the duality it shows like the the hypocrisy yeah, yeah. and the and the full weight of how america is now you know 
It's like, because I always said, like, why don't you paint that fucking house a different color by now? Like, some beige color, like, some, you know, neutral color, man. You know, just, just cuz. But Who the fuck it, has anything but just it, white, though? That doesn't make any sense. Isn't white kind of like a neutral color? Because if white is actually colorless. Just like black is not a color, it's just an absence of light. White is an absence of color. I thought white was all the colors. They say that's black, too, but I feel like white light is, like, a spectrum of color. Is it? Is that really White true? light is a spectrum so, of, like, So if that was the truth, then... From an ultraviolet a, to infrared, right? Then having a white house would mean that it's all colors in unity, right? Maybe. I feel like, though, when they painted and shit, it wasn't about that. It's kind of like the same idea of having, like, a white picket fence. I don't know. That, that, that house literally was a plantation, though. And literally, if you look Maybe at it from, from times, an aerial view, it have, literally looks like it still might as well have been a plantation. Like, the space yeah, around it, the deck, like, the, to the watch their slaves designed. and crops out front. Like, yeah, bro. It's the way it's designed up. with a big porch. It is, though. And then they, they it's still the same building, like, pretty much. Like, maybe they've added on some shit, put bowling alleys in there and shit. But it's like, dude. I have no idea. I, I know they do <laughs> shit like that, though. I'm sure they have bowling alleys and shit, and I've heard that. I know. What used to go on in there during Obama's administration, they used to buy, like, 55 grand worth of hot dogs. And uh, why? Who knows, dude? Like, you know, but watch the, baseball on a Sunday or some shit. Dude, who buys that much food? Like, and I'm just, that's like, you know, obviously I'm referring to like the whole Pizzagate conspiracy and shit like that. Like, oh. you know, the emails show them trying to talk in code and buying large quantities of like particular names that have been oh, proven to the FBI to be code for pedophilia terms, you know? That is strange. So, pizza, hot dogs, and walnuts, and sauce and shit like that what dude. the fuck weird stuff that's that's something else i mean you don't i'm not telling you to like fucking believe in it because I'm, I'm here just kind of yeah. like give thoughts and like give ideas like hey, vibes maybe, from this maybe i skeptic. should go maybe i should go google this and see what i can find out about it because i don't even know if i know about it is fucking true you know what i mean like there's probably people that are like actually versed in it and done enough research to have like, but you're saying though what are you exactly saying that there's emails of obama ordering lots of food like thousands of dollars for one like hot dog or 30 minutes for a pizza 30 can i can i get a pizza for 30 minutes you know like that's just a weird thing that's like why don't you say just eat some pizza together bro like why is it gonna be like i need i, like I can fit it into my massage. schedule like you're yeah. ordering a fucking massage or something. but hey i mean some people say hey like what no there's nothing to it it's just fucking people talking but it's like dude emails and shit like, why don't they just text each other that shit the fuck emails that shit to each other well maybe because of the server that they're using internet wise it's it was supposed to be private like it wasn't like hackable that's what i mean like it's got to be an email for because, a reason because why wouldn't you just tech i mean god damn it well, our, like, our president tweets you mean he can't just get a dm from someone like you know but instead it's got to be emails well i'm sure if it's something know? that's supposed to be secret it's not going to be done on a server that can be uh manipulated because like yeah. us like we when we text like our texts are actually saved like everything we do is safe i know i'm sure everything's we, fucking incriminating me to fucking hell yeah <laughs> if we ever had to be held in court for a crime and they had to use they like, got us they have us they can pull up our text dude even they if they got them, us don't fucking matter they can pull up who you called how long you called that person for this is where we lose text. listeners because they're like fuck i can't handle this shit damn throw my phone out the window but dude at the end <laughs> the light prevails that's the only that's thing right I think about like the world's crazy bro but like i said we're coming on to a new age doesn't matter the light prevails if these people these evil people have been doing evil shit. Like, like I said, we've been living in the new world order, bro. The difference is, is it's crumbling before our eyes because it can no longer exist in a world where people are aware. Yeah, because we're all just actually paying the fuck attention, yeah. getting our heads out of our ass. As long as we keep doing that, hey, we're on the right track. We have the information now, brother. So what we choose to do with ourselves is 
you know, we have to protect our minds because like I said, there's so many people trying to influence and shape us because they don't, maybe they don't want the shit to happen. Maybe they're like, maybe we can keep people controlled still, even though like the world has completely changed and we no longer live in a secret world anymore where we can hide in the shadows. There's no such thing as shadows. We live in the age of transparency now, motherfucker. Cannot hide. Yeah. And, and you know, you want you listening, you watch that fucking out of the shadows documentary. Let's be honest. There's a reason why they fucking called it that shit. Did they ever address the shadow that they were fucking talking about? No, they're saying we need to be coming out of the fucking shadows not just a prime example but the reason why i bring it up because i'm sure if you're listening you're still listening you watched that documentary you know yeah i watched the documentary as soon as it came out pretty much everybody was obsessed you know but it was kind of like yo no offense like this is stuff that i already knew it's just cool to have other people validating yeah if you were already because you know? that was like a mainstream dude because mainstream way, conspiracy basically yeah, like I people that get, would discredit the way constantly. i used to get information like conspiracy information was like people made fan made fucking videos like it was just like some someone pieced together on pow- powerpoint with a little bit of audio like but this was like a fucking film like this was like a netflix documentary about a conspiracy you know what i mean about like the cia because otherwise you're just listening to someone speaking on a microphone like we are like yeah. on youtube and like it's really hard to find this video because your algorithm just tries to hide it from you you know like you have to dig down the rabbit hole to find some shit and now you're not going to find them on youtube it's completely censored all the videos i used to watch bro all the videos i used to love about like talking about all these different conspiracies are no longer there they were like youtube was like fuck you dude you can't be waking up the people we make millions off our fucking platform you think we're going to ruin that because you want to tell people the truth fuck right. off you know what I mean? They realize that capital. They, it's predicting capital, and, and some people are like, they're, they're just trying to shut us down. It's like maybe their interest isn't necessarily shutting your voice, Tyler, down. It's just that look, we have to protect our capital. So yeah. that means anything YouTube, and everything coming through here that's gonna fuck that up, we gotta say no they, way. They realize that they can make the most money off entertainment and entertainment only. So now right. we use YouTube as like sometimes for information, but usually it's for entertainment. It is most people, yeah, absolutely. So they don't want people like killing the vibe, man. They're like, dude, you're not gonna use YouTube as a truth, fucking. Speech speaking outlet go fucking make your own you know what i mean like we're right. trying to make money here we don't need you fucking scaring people and making them not want to even but isn't that what the, and that's so crazy because that's what everything entertainment and the news and all the tv it's stations always were about too that's that was literally money. keeping people scared and keeping yeah. people believing other sh- basically you could say their their conspiracies saying a bunch of bullshit that's not even true that you're supposed to believe you know, being f- spoon-fed information that goes, isn't this dangerous, America? Isn't it? Now click on the ID channel and watch someone how they almost got away with murdering their husband twice. You know? Yeah. We're just fucking entertained with a bunch of bullshit. We dude. like cops. We like locked up, but we don't know what the fuck it's like to actually be in the back of that cop car. I mean, most of us, few of us do, you know? But the reality, it's funny because we watch it and people go, just entertainment, Tyler. It's like, yeah, but dude, cops, that's kind of fucked up. You're literally at the expense of other people getting arrested and you never show their court case or what yeah. happened. For all you know, that report got written so fucked up. Those people were on camera and they just got written like like that they resisted arrest and all this kind of stuff. For know. all you know, because on the paperwork, it doesn't matter. No one's really checking in on this, whether they were on TV or not. You know, it's it's your word versus the officers and the court the writing and, and, the, and whoever PD office decides to scratch whoever's asshole, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, dude, prison makes money. You want to get as many inmates as you can. Right. It literally makes money to just get uh, uh, just like uh, the DA. I mean, he gets money for how many prosecutions. You're damn straight. He's gonna try to prosecute. He's not gonna try to let you go. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dude, I had a CHP pull me over on my way back from Fresno. I was probably like no al- almost in Fowler, right? I was going 73 miles per hour. No shit. 
I got pulled over for speeding, dude. 75 on 99, bro. Isn't dude, it? no, the speed limit is 70. So technically, okay. Yeah, okay, it's but it's three miles an hour. Who even 75 fuck? is. First, people are doing yeah, like 90 down fucking doing 99. Like 80, They're bro. doing 99 down to 99, bro. While this is right before he pulls me over, because he's just chilling behind me, you know, and I don't even care because I got my sister in law in the passenger seat and we're having a good conversation. We had just went grocery shopping. This is right after my son was born. Mm. So, you know, my wife was at home with the baby. Right, right. And I went to go, go get groceries. And, you know, um, I'm on my way back home, just chilling, talking. I'm actually on cruise control. I'm going to 73, so I'm not an asshole going too slow for people. Right. Because people are fucking flying through They're the flying down the 99. Like, if you're not going to 75, you're actually going too fucking slow. Yeah, dude. people are flying down the and 99. while this cop is behind me for like a mile, right? He's behind me for a while. It's CHP, not a cop. He's behind me for a while. People are fucking flying by me. I'm actually in the fast lane. So I guess I am being a dick because people are like in the middle lane flying next to me, you know? And then out of nowhere, he turns his lights on, dude. And he pulls me over, and he comes to my window, and he's like, uh, well, first I was like, hey, why am I being pulled over? You know, like, I'm thinking, like, my my registration expired. I don't know. Like, I'm Is like, a light out? Yeah, what light the fuck? Out. So he pulls me over, and he's like, you're speeding. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I was going 73. I was on cruise control. And he was like, well, what's the speed limit? And I was like, uh, 70. And he was like, so you're fucking speeding, right? And I was like, wow, dude. I was like, really? Three miles per hour, technically, yeah. You're right, officer. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, you know what? I can't even fight you on that, but just know you're a fucking douchebag. Like, you told him that? No, I didn't say that. No, of course not, because I'm, I'm not going to call him. Yeah, don't say that, people. Yeah, you, don't yeah. say that. But, but, but it's interesting, because it's almost like you have to just be like, yeah, you're right, three miles per hour, fuck, that was dangerous. But you fuck. Know, but, he, you sorry, know? He's, but I did show that I was mad, right? I'll show I was like, super And that's not good. I was like, just wow, saying, on his end, like it's not really what they want to see. Yeah. Right. You just want to cooperate. And um, so, but he looks at my backseat and he's asking me what I'm doing. I was like, you know what, man? Like, yeah, I just had my son two days ago. Uh, no, sorry, I'm speeding. I was tired. You know, I haven't slept in a while. He was trying to fucking, you know, sucker my way out of it. And I was like, you know, like, I just went grocery shopping. That's what we're doing. And he looked in the backseat and saw the car seats and saw the groceries. And he was like, you know what? Tell you what. I see you on your license. You, you don't live in this address anymore. I'm just going to write you up for that. You know, I'm gonna give you a citation for your fucking. So it is illegal for that, huh? It is illegal to not live at the locate that the address that you have on your license. Dang, dude, dude, literally, forgive us, listeners, because literally, me and Allison like talked about it on the podcast. I want to say like yesterday, bro, about like how it's not fucking illegal to like have a different address on your ID, but it, it is, is. Yeah, it is. it is, huh? Like, which is crazy because what if you just moved? You're supposed to pay the money to go you fucking to go get it. I know, but you have to pay for another license to get printed out for that. They don't do it for free, you know. Yeah, I'm sure, exactly. You know. But it's, it's maybe you can get a waiver. So what I've been told is our responsibility, and so get this right. Okay, so that happens. It turns into a citation, which is easily fixed. But me being a busy man i'm on the road at this time i was on the road all the time out of town working completely fucking forgot this encounter even happened bro and i missed my ticket i missed my court date i missed the opportunity to go and you know say that hey i you know i accept the citation i want to pay the ticket you know and show proof that i changed my license mm-hmm. so i missed the time so yeah. i got fined dude i got fined what like 250 fuck? fucking dollars what and i had to go to a judge and explain to him i was like hey you know, this was such a smaller deal. Um, you know, I just I f- I f- left my mind. I'm a super busy guy. I just had a kid, and I'm, I'm on the road. I'm not even in town to take care of this type of stuff or even think to go to the DMV. I can't afford to miss work. I can't afford to get less than 40 hours a week. And he was like, it's your fucking responsibility, dude. You're going to have to pay me $250. 
And I was like, wow. Look, we need to protect our capital, son. Right. And I'm like, dude, I don't care about your your mamas and your papas and your bullshits, all right? I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Protect our capital. And I I know this sounds super privileged, guys. Like, obviously, a lot of people deal with a lot crazier shit. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Super privileged story. But at the end of the day, what really pissed me off is like, dude, like, there's so much bad shit that happens on our freeways. There's so much illegal transportation happening on our freeways. And, dude, people truly fucking driving crazily dangerous. And crazy Especially dangerous. Especially on the 99. people bro. driving fuck. high as fuck on crazy substances that do impair them and they can kill people. Yo. So what pissed me off is that the money that I contribute to what's supposed to make a better society, I'm actually being extorted by the institutions that were created with my money. Like the CHP pulled me over for going. That was his intentions for fucking me out of three hundred dollars. Was I went three miles over the limit, three miles per hour over the limit, and that's what really pissed me off. At the end of the day, like no matter what. Well, he I may have fucked. also been profiling because it was probably in your focus, right, when you had your Ford. No, it was, you think I he was profiling. A, I had a Honda Civic. I don't know if he was profiling me. And like you know, I am Mexican. My last name's Gonzalez, but you know, like I look lighter complected. I don't. No, but still, I mean, I'm just saying, like I don't know. It's fucked up, but people do that shit, man. Especially around here in Reedley. Oh, yeah. People are, like, the cops around here. Like, I know you're talking about CHP, but just saying, the cops in general around here, they they treat you differently. Your skin's a different color. If you talk differently, all that. Yeah. Just, like, because everyone has their prejudice or bias. Right, absolutely. Everybody has. Every individual. I'm not saying that every right. every cop is going to profile you based because they, not everybody has, like, a prejudice that's, prejudice that's strong enough to, like, treat someone like shit. Yeah. Like obviously, like me and you. And but I have, internally, they, they have a feel. We all have a feeling about things, yeah. We all want to judge one another, which is a natural trait. Like, that's how we survive. Like Somehow. There's a reason why we do it, we do but it we're using it for the wrong reasons now, kind of. Due like, to conditioning. Right. You know, if you're told Due to conditioning. Life, if you're yeah. told all your life that black people are bad and they're evil and they're fucking gangsters, of course you're going to look at black people like, oh, maybe I should have my alert up. Maybe I should have my hand on my gun because I've been told my whole life that this person might want to shoot me. You know? Yeah. It's conditioning. You know, that's why that prejudice is so strong. That's why they have it. And that's why not everybody has it because not everyone's household was like that. You know, they weren't all being told the same thing. Yeah. Because I know I have good friends that are like cops and they're dude, like they're amazing people. And I'm, you know, I've known them since forever. And like they've always wanted to be a cop. And their reason for being a cop was always like, I want to serve my community. I want to make sure my community is safe. I want to be the reason why it's safe, you know. But then I know there's cops out there that are just dicks. They're bullies. And maybe it's more like a complex for them. Like, yeah, I have this authority. And now I can be a dick and be okay and do it legally. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get sued for fucking giving someone a ticket and giving them a hard time. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it just depends on the individual, man. Even, like, when we were talking about health, everything about the world and life, there's no such thing as one-size-fits-all education or information or medication or anything. Any Asians. Yeah. Any Asians. Yeah. <laughs> no vacations. Yeah. Life's not that simple. No, man. it's not. It's so complex. And mm. that's the problem with our society, bro. We're, like, I like we're that. So lazily, we're so lazy when it came to, like, thinking. Not anymore. Because people were, like, the fact that we're all searching for information, our minds are growing, bro more than they ever have like there's something crazy happening in the human species like the root growth we're allowing yeah. a little bit more a little bit of stress, a little <clears throat> distress too which also does create a lot of change and growth I you mean, need the could, stress to change you right. need to be uncomfortable in order to change and that's right. amazing and I think that's why it's beautiful that we're all very uncomfortable right now we've all waken up to the world that we actually live in right so what the fuck what are we gonna do now like this is the perfect opportunity to evolve into something better because we've all been put in a, a part of our lives where we're like very uncomfortable the only thing to do is to get ourselves to be comfortable again. How are we going to do it? You know, something has to happen. 
we have to adapt. Let's take it seriously. Let's take it to the next level. Let's adapt. Yeah. Let's get with it. Watch your mind, though, man. That's what I'm saying. So many people trying to fuck you right now. Everyone's trying to take advantage of take advantage of. Don't get involved in an MLM right now, guys. Definitely now is the worst time to just dabble in an MLM. That's for sure too. Don't listen to that that old friend from high school. It's like, hey, girl. Just wanted to reach out. I know we haven't talked in a long time, but I just think you're the perfect person to buy this and sell this product. I just, oh my God, it's great. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what's in it, but oh man, <laughs> you can make some serious money. Hit me up. You know, you should delete and block that person right away. Fuck it right away. <laughs> Stop trying to sell me shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, here, click on this link. It's like, whoa, hey, did they really send this to me? I don't know. Like, yeah. As long as you're hustling, man, I respect everyone's hustling. Not yeah. No, no doubt. If but that's not a hustle, bro. That's yeah. that's just a fucking, it's kind I don't of know. That's that's like the, the worst pyramid scheme, though. Like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't make anybody money. There's no pyramid to it almost. Just a scheme. <laughs> it's like really just turns into just a scheme. And a sad one at that because people take it to another level. But yeah, no doubt. Like, do respect the hustle for sure. Y'all keep out there doing your thing, making money, but not just for the money, baby. Doing it because it's the right thing to do. Fill in your niche. Find that role. Fill it. Make sure it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And have purpose in that. Know what's the right thing to do. Just don't half-ass anything, man. If you find yourself half-assing anything, stop doing that fucking thing and do something you're not going to half-ass. For sure. Like, you know what I mean? I know I know it's easier said than done. And I sound like such a dick speaking like that to people. I understand that. And, you know, that's how I felt about my dad growing up, too. Because he would say some harsh shit to me. Like, it was so easy to fucking do. Yeah. Like, don't, don't fucking think like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Get the fuck over it. Yeah. Fuck the world. That's like, what my dad tells me. Shit like that. <laughs> fuck the world. So, like, Get the fuck over it. No one's going to stand waiting for you. Get with it. You know? And it's like, you're right, dad. I know. But sometimes I need, like, a little delicate hand. But anyways. What are you saying? Well, I'm just saying, like, that information being told like that, it doesn't come off easy. You know? Like, some people are like, hey, fuck you for trying to even tell me how to think. You know? But, yeah. I don't know. Well, just be careful, people. But also, just take the power back, because that's what we're all doing. Standing up for what's right, because it is right. Thank you, Skeptical Sam. We got vibes from the local skeptic right here. Yep. Thank you, everybody. This is Tyler Colin Barrow, Symbiosis Now. Another episode down. Feel free to write in. Feel free to make music. I've been making music for the beats, the intros, outros, all that jazz. Feel free. If you want me to share your music, man, let me know. Dude, I would love to. I'll shout you out. Cover art, all that. I got a buddy that's trying to hook me up with some cover art and stuff like that. Hit me up. Do you have a song that you're going to play to get us out? Yeah, well, I'm going to end up uh, make it. We're going to make a beat right now. We're going to make the beat that's going to be the outro beat right now. After this. So let's go make some beats. She. She.